Good morning, everybody. I'm just uh, getting set up here and ready to go for this morning conversation. Good morning, Instagram. And uh, just want to give everybody a heads up if you're watching on Instagram. Uh, you can head over to the YouTube channel. And on the YouTube channel, there is... Uh, it's a little bit easier for me to read the comments and I can also post the comments for everybody to see. Um, so if that's something you feel called to do and you're watching on Instagram, just head over to my bio and you'll see in the bio it says to watch live in HD. You just click that and it'll take you right over here and I can read the comments easier. If that's something that doesn't work for you and you're watching on Instagram, you're more than welcome to leave comments and uh, that kind of thing. I'm just gonna fix this camera. Hey, that's good. It looked like I was falling over for a sec. Um, you're more than welcome to leave comments and questions and that kind of thing on the uh, Instagram platform if that serves you better. Uh, it's just a little easier with my computer in front of me to respond. And if there's something that I feel really ben will benefit the group, I can post it up on the screen for everybody to see and people can see that on the replays on YouTube and that kind of thing. So uh, that's just a little heads up if you're watching on Instagram and uh, it's all good. You can still watch on Instagram. I'm cool with that. Uh, word Wahiguruji from Wrangling Life Force. Yes, Wahiguruji Kakalsa, Wahiguruji Kifate. Blessings, everyone. This morning we're going to talk a little bit about vision and I'm looking forward uh, to doing that. And uh, as always, this goes up on the Revealing the Diamond podcast. And, you know, we're, we're making a big commitment right now. I'm definitely feeling the call to be more present on these platforms and on these uh, social media sites. Um, and so what I'm committed to doing is being here on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. And uh, you can view that on youtube.com backslash Tiaga Prem Singh. Um, you can also I definitely put a behind the scenes camera on Instagram as well. So you can check it out there as well. And uh, during the week, you know, we're going to make tea. I got my uh, Bob Marley mug out today. Whoop, just moving out of the way of the mic there. I got Bob with me today, so feeling good about that, and a, and a really nice um, uh, picture of a lion. Did you all see the picture of the lion in the, uh, check that out. Is vision important in 2021? Pretty amazing. I'm sorry, can you tell me again how to join through your bio? Yes, of course. Just go to my bio on Instagram, and you'll see it says link there, uh, where it says C in HD. You should be able to click that, and it'll bring you right on over to uh, the YouTube page. And and if you're having challenges, hey, J-Meds, how you doing? If anybody's having challenges getting over to the YouTube platform, uh, you can also just go to youtube.com backslash Tiago Prem Singh. But I tested the link before I came on here, so it should work. You just look at the link in my bio and click the uh, where it says watch in HD, something to that effect, and it should just uh, shoot you on over here and you can engage in the conversation from here. But I can also uh, respond to comments in the in Instagram as well. That's totally fine. So as I just shared, let's do it one more time. Is vision important in 2021? And, you know, that's where we're going to go today. Uh, we've been doing these Wednesday mornings where we've talked about my recovery journey. And uh, let me know in the comments if you have viewed those episodes. Have you watched the My Recovery Journey episodes? Have you listened to them? Were they beneficial? Let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear from you. 
take a little tea break here. And um, if you haven't watched them, maybe you're catching the show after the fact or or watching it later. I noticed that people watch it later. Um, you could also let me know, like, how, how did it go? Were you inspired by that in any way? Hey, hey, good morning, uh, Blanca Castillo. Nice to see you on here. Um, so you've watched the you've watched the My Recovery Journey. How did they go? So so my idea was like, okay, well maybe I'll do My Recovery Journey every Wednesday morning, and uh, and then we'll move into having interviews on Saturday morning. And you know, I it's just been really heavy with what's been happening in Punjab and um, just people struggling with addiction, and me just finding my footing uh, with the closure of our brick and mortar space, Dharma Temple, because of COVID. And I've been feeling the call to really uh, get get more present. Um, good morning, G. Nice to see you. And get more present online. And I'd always had the intention of doing that, but didn't really have the time. And then, you know, I popped on yesterday and I just did an impromptu live and I went on Instagram and I, I, I Instagram has been a real pain in the butt lately, to be honest. Hey, Mr. Toma, we're we're live over on YouTube. Feel free to click the link on my bio uh, if it serves you to come on over there and uh, you can chat with me there. I will also uh, respond to any comments and uh, that sort of thing through Instagram as well, if that serves. Um Anyhow, so I did an impromptu live yesterday. I know some of you who are here now were here yesterday, and I was just uh, really amazed by um, just the connection in the room and the way people were openly sharing, and I've been learning how to move the comments onto the screen. So if somebody shares a comment or a question, and it was a really positive experience, and I just thought, you know what? I'm going to create a new schedule for online material so that I can really be there and build community. Because something that I have lost sight of, and let me know if this is something that you have experienced, is the importance of staying connected to community when it comes to social media. Hey, made it. Nice to see you. I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you surfed the airwaves over to, to this side, uh, Wrangling Life Force. Um, it's great to see you, and always a pleasure to be connected with you, sister. Um, anyhow, you know... I. I'm just like, okay, this isn't about like f pushing to get likes and followers. This is about creating community. And this for me is a, a more effective way to do it rather than just like posting a flat image. Hey, Kira, nice to see you, sister. Uh, great to be here with you. You know what I mean? And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be sitting drinking my tea at my desk. I'm sitting at my desk right now next to my bookshelf and with some of these like beautiful, um, you know, display that we've created so that I can sit down and have a conversation with you all. So like, let's go for it. Let's get online. Let's spend our time together. Let's drink some tea. I know like for me, it's 10 a.m., but there were some people yesterday who was the evening time. You know, there was a, a guest from Switzerland and a guest from Ireland. And it was just like a reminder that, you know, this is about community. Let's come together and have a conversation, especially when um, Instagram hasn't been very friendly to me lately because of my sharing around what's been happening in the farmers protests. You know, and I mentioned this yesterday. It's like it's either people aren't paying attention to me and just would rather pay attention to somebody else, <laughs> which is possible. I mean, you know, I'm just a regular guy trying to be kind in the world and, and share my experiences of uh, my healing journey with y'all. 
And if you're just joining on Instagram, uh, you're more than welcome to come and join us over on the YouTube platform. Uh, all you do is click the link in my bio. It says watch in HD and it will bring you over to the YouTube platform where you can uh, make comments and questions and I can actually add them to the screen. Um, but if it doesn't serve you and you prefer Instagram, you're more than welcome to um, just put any comments there and I'll read them out for the people in, uh, in the chat, in the chat, in the video, in the live podcast that's happening on YouTube. So just a heads up, everyone. Um, so, yeah. So uh, anyways, I was like, okay, let's go for it. And I've been having uh, really great connections on YouTube and I really want to build that up because I really feel like we're here together and there's going to be some interviews coming up. Saturday, I got my good friend Andrew Measley on there. And then I've also been using a platform called Clubhouse. And I don't know if you all have listened to Clubhouse or checked out Clubhouse. Clubhouse is pretty cool um, because it is an audio app. It's kind of like listening to a podcast, but you can interact with it. You can talk and engage in conversation and ask questions. So I've decided that I'm going to really put some emphasis on YouTube and Clubhouse and I'll sort of use Instagram as a means to like put up the gig poster like, hey guys, this is when the gig is and then engage mostly with y'all through uh, YouTube and through Clubhouse. So that's kind of what's happening. And then the beautiful thing about having these regular uh, meetings, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, 10 a.m., uh, having some tea. We're having a contest right now, in case you all didn't know. The contest goes like this. You propose a name for this morning chat. And I've had some really great... Um, I have a mental block. <laughs> submissions. I've had some really great submissions. And um, the winner that we select to name this morning, these morning sessions is going to uh, get a year membership to the True Seekers Union. And uh, True Seekers Union, if you don't know about it, I'll just pop the address up on the screen. The truthseekersunion.ca, or not the truthseekersunion.ca. You can also go to tiagaprem.com, and uh, that's an even more in depth interactive community where we're working on healing work and exploring some of these topics together. Uh, so please do feel free to um, become a member. Um, as I've mentioned before, this is my, my life's work. This is what I do to make a living. And so any uh, contribution to uh, the work that I do is greatly appreciated so I can continue to share and uh, also do personal counseling and that kind of thing. And I guess if you're listening to this in the audio format on Revealing the Diamond, a podcast that I've had for quite some time, I guess the bonus for y'all is that you're just going to get more podcast material. <laughs> so that's awesome. And if you want to join uh, Clubhouse, Clubhouse, you need to be invited to, to join. And um, I get invites because I've been hosting some talks on there and it's been pretty chill for now. But I've also got up on stage. They call it on stage. I've also shared and in some of the talks on there and it's been great. So if that's something that you're interested in doing, um, I'm also going to be on Clubhouse on Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. and on Saturdays at 8.30 a.m. doing something called Conscious Club. And we'll have different guests and I would love to have anyone who's in the room here um, if you feel called to get on Clubhouse and you want to join in and have a conversation with us, I would love to have you on there and, and just talk about how it's been going for you and what your journey's been like and, and how this work has been beneficial um, for you. So 
That's all the intro for what we're doing. Uh, first off, want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Our first sponsor is Minds Dye. If you all see me wearing tie-dyed to stars, tie-dyed turbans, or tie-dyed shirts, or tie-dyed kimonos, or, or I also have tie-dyed bed sheets, but don't you don't usually get to see those from my desk. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny. I just come with my tea and like a bed, like a teenager with a bed sheet over like my blanket wrapped around me. Um, Anyhow, Minds Die is a great sponsor. Um, I hey Kira, yes, I do have invites for Clubhouse that I can share, and if that's something that you feel like you'd like to participate in, um, what's the best way to do this? Um, can you send me an, a reminder on Instagram in my DMs, and uh, then I will send you an invite. And I have limited invites, but I'm I'm they keep coming the more I participate in Clubhouse. So if y'all are interested in joining, just let me know. Okay? Send me a DM and I'll I'll get as many invites as I can out to people to join Clubhouse. So yeah, the black and white one is super dope. Thank you so much. Yeah, she's really talented, and she does all custom dyes. So if that's something that you're interested in, please do check out the Minds Dye. Um, they're on the Etsy store, and they're on Instagram at uh, the Minds Dye, like M-I-N-D and D-Y-E. Um, and just a shout-out, just a quick little reset here to let everybody know who is on Instagram that this is happening live over on YouTube where I can post your comments and questions and it's a little more high-def. So if that's something that works for you and you would like to join in on that platform, that's cool. And if Instagram is serving you better, you can also hang on Instagram. But I kind of like this better because we can settle in. You know, I find on Inst what happens on Instagram is we just pop in, pop out, pop in, pop out, pop in, pop out. And this is a little more engaging. And uh, I like the way it sounds and looks and, and that kind of thing. So shout out Minds Die. Melissa, you're amazing. I'm so grateful that you're a sponsor of the show. Um, also seed apparel seed makes hemp pants. Uh, they're designed in Cochrane, Alberta. The hemp is grown in Canada. They are super stylish. They're super comfortable. They can be worn for any activity that you are participating in from, you know, rigorous exercise to just like chilling at home, playing your guitar, which is what I spend a lot of time doing. Um, so yeah, shout out Minds Die. You can check them out at theseedstore.ca or I am Seed on Instagram. And then the last one is a new sponsor. Can we do like a, can we do a cheer for the new sponsor? <laughs> nope, that's not a cheer. I think I did that last week. <laughs> They're probably like, why do you keep laughing at me? Let's do a rewind. And we have a new sponsor <laughs> called Shakti Jewelry. And Wow, Shakti Jewelry makes incredible, incredible, incredible pieces. Um, you can check them out on Instagram. Good morning, Jacob. Nice to see you on, see you on here, brother. If you feel called to uh, watch this, this talk in a little more depth, uh, please do click the link in my bio and it'll bring you over to the uh, YouTube platform where I can post and share your comments. Uh, that would be amazing. So so let's say it. Let's go back on the rewind. Wahiguruji. Shakti Jewelry is our new sponsor. <laughs> Woo! 
And their work is just amazing, super ornate, super beautiful. You can check out Shakti Jewelry uh, on Instagram. You can also uh, check them out online. And I will uh, post, I'll post my sponsors up on my website. I've just been doing some work on the website too. So you can always check them out at tiagaprem.com. And she's sending me some pieces that have some Gurmukhi writing on them. And I'm really excited to share them with you. So uh, by the time I get the pieces in hand, <laughs> I'll either be doing one of two things. I won't be using the cheering sound effect anymore. Or the other thing is, is that I'll be using, uh, I won't be, or I'll remember the right button. Whoosh, windy brain today. Um, okay, so those are our sponsors. Shakti Jewelry, The Seed Store, and Minds Die. So thank you for your uh, participation. Um, if you're watching this on Instagram, feel free to click the link in my bio and it'll take you over to a HD, high definition, great sound quality. And uh, you, I can share your comments and questions up on the screen. Uh, so if that's something that you're called to do, just go into my bio on Instagram and it will bring you on over to this conversation. So, uh, and I hope you all made yourself a cup of tea or coffee or whatever it is you drink. I'm a tea drinker personally. Um, I used to drink coffee when my daughter was first born, but it's not my favorite thing. Um, it used to be, but it makes me feel kind of like, Ugh. where when I drink tea, I feel like I can like conquer the world. <laughs> As you can tell, I feel pretty hyped up when I get a nice cup of tea. So, Oh, yes. And if you love what we do, if you love the podcast, please do share it with your friends. Please do rate us, review us. A um, lot, lot of longtime listeners been doing the podcast for years now and excited to break into new territory and to continue to share and build community. And that's really what uh, is important to me right now. So thank you to everybody who's been leaving comments. And if you're listening, come on to the lives. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, 10 a.m. This Saturday, a conversation with an incredibly inspiring yogi and filmmaker, Mr. Andrew Measley, will be here with us. Jacob, you made it. Ah, thank you. Good to see you here, brother. All right, so today we're going to talk about, as I mentioned a couple of times, we're going to talk about, is vision important in 2021? And those of you watching on Instagram, feel free to click the link in my bio and come on over to the main conversation. I would love to see you here. Um, you're doing a great thing, brother. Yeah, thank you. So we're going to talk about vision. And what I would love for the people who are in the room here right now, what I would love to you to do is to type in the comments and reactions section and let me know what does vision mean to you in 2021? What does the word vision bring up? What does it mean? What does it, you know, what comes up? What are, what are some thoughts that you have around vision? Um, another word you could use is purpose. Like, are you feeling connected to your vision? Are you feeling confused? Do you feel like maybe you're not really connected to your vision at all? Um, are you ch checking in with your vision every day, twice a day? Uh, whatever whatever it is that comes up for you, please do uh, leave a little note for me in the comments and reactions and we can explore some of your thoughts and insights around this important topic. Um, for me, in the Truth Seekers Union, uh, we've been exploring each month we have a new topic and this month we've been talking about vision and it's been really powerful, you know, and it's been really interesting to hear people have different um 
takes on vision. Like some people feel like they've, they've really had the obligations uh, imposed on them of other people, or they've also um, had, you know, lost sight of their vision because they were too busy with the day-to-day life. Other people who are getting reconnected with their vision. Um, there's just so many different responses to vision. And one of the exercises that we've been doing in the True Seekers, and I would love to share that with all of you who are here for this morning session, is uh, writing down your vision and then uh, connecting with that twice a day, just sitting and reading the words or singing them or drawing them or whatever it is that you do. And it's really powerful. That's one side. And then the sort of polarity of that is like it, some of us find it, including me, really challenging to do, which is interesting because like, isn't our vision, like our purpose in this life, like isn't that meant to be our number one priority for being here? Like really tuning in to who we are and what we're here to do. And and we've been sort of conditioned into thinking like, well, I got to do all this other stuff. And then if I have time or if I have the resources or, you know, someday when I, then I'll connect more deeply to my vision. And my friends, I'm here to tell you that it's very, very important that you're doing whatever it takes to connect with your vision as much as possible so that you can move through the pain and stress of this world, which is inevitable, and still be connected to why you're here. And everybody's going to have a different relationship to that. You know, we're going to have different practices that connect us to our vision. We're going to have different ways that we spend our time. We're going to have different challenges that are presented that disconnect or distract us from our vision. And connecting to vision is super important in 2021. Just going to share some of the comments here. Uh, Clarity of intention. Lisa McAleese has shared clarity of intention is um, what it brings up for her when it comes to vision. Thank you for sharing that, Lisa. Also, uh, B. Noel, um, values matching the action. Yeah, super important. That's really related to integrity, isn't it? Integrity is huge when it comes to uh, living your vision. And Blanca Castillo, expand and growth. Expansion of your vision and the growth of your vision. It is a process. It's a pilgrimage, isn't it? Yeah, I definitely feel all of those answers. And if anybody else has any uh, answers that you'd love to share about vision, I'd be more than happy to, to hear about them. I mean... I don't know about you, but in my personal life, I have always had some knowing of what it is that I'm here to do, um, but not necessarily a knowing of like how I'm going to do that or not necessarily a knowing of like these are the steps or this is what it's going to look like when I get there. Not so much that, but like a subtle awareness that there are some aspects of this human experience that I'm having that are unique to me, and they are expressed through my gifts and talents. They're expressed through my challenges. They're expressed through the relationships that I have, you know, or it is expressed, maybe if that's a more efficient way of describing it. And so... 
I guess the work, like a, any kind of spiritual work or recovery work, is a, a practice of uncovering who I am and why I'm here. Hey, K-Day, nice to see you. Uh, I've just been directing folks to pop over to the um, link in my bio, and that way we can engage a little more without me reaching across the uh, microphone here. So if you feel called, come on over to the conversation. We're having a cup of tea and talking about vision this morning, and I know that's something that's important to you. So if you're free, come on over and share a little bit in the uh, room. You just go to my link in my bio, click it, and it will bring you over here, and you can uh, have a conversation with all of us. Um, can you guys relate to that? Does anybody out there has anybody out there had an experience where you've you, you know you've realized that there is some part of you that is always there, that's always been there, that's been there since you were born? I think I talked a bit about this in the my recovery journey where it's like when I was a little kid, I had a bunk bed and I used to sit in my bunk bed at, at bedtime. Like once my you know parents had kissed me goodnight and read me a story and turned out the light, I used to imagine that I was in the Himalayas and that I was like a mountain climber or something. I mean, like I didn't know about, like I didn't consciously know about yogis. I didn't consciously know about like the ascetics in the mountains or even the Buddha at this point. Um, but it was like in me and I would do that. And even my first experiences with doing yoga postures, that was before I had seen a yoga video. That was before I had seen a, somebody practicing yoga. I was in a recovery center when I was in 20 years old, a real piece of work during those days. And uh, I just would wake up before the required wake up for chores, which was very early in the morning. And I would do some stretches that just came through me. And I, these are just some examples to, for you to reflect on your own life, like looking and seeing where has your vision been, where can you see it in hindsight that it's always been whispering to you or calling to you. Um, and, you know, I, 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 we used to have like a public speaking contest at my high school and I was only interested in basketball, skateboarding, graffiti, music, like that was sort of the things that I liked and, um, smoking weed. <laughs> These are the things that I was interested in. Girls, you know, that's, those are the things I was interested in high school. It wasn't. I did read, but I sort of kept it secret. Like, I, you know, people would be like, how come he knows the answers to questions in some of the classes, but in other classes, he's just like never there. And I was, uh, had my feet sort of in these two worlds. And, but they used to have this uh, speech and debate club would have a, a public speaking contest uh, every year. And there was a cash prize, which I looked at as, money to buy ganja and to buy paint spray paint and that kind of thing records and so I would enter it every year and I would win and I knew I would win like I would come into that thing like I'm going to win this thing and I would usually do something funny and just outrageous and people really liked it and I always sort of treated it as like who cares I just want the cash but I realize looking back now, it's like this capacity to tell stories and to share teachings, that's a part of 
how I know that I'm meant to be a student and a teacher of spiritual concepts. And even the pain that I experienced along the journey of recovery is related to that. Like if I had just been a straight shooter, got good grades, been a good speaker and just, you know, and sometimes like my ego plays tricks on me and says like, oh, well, you know, if you would have stayed the path, if you wouldn't have gotten your, uh, hurt your knee if you would have tried harder in school if you would have applied yourself more in university you'd probably be making more money and then you wouldn't be in this situation of uncertainty in your um with the pandemic and blah blah like it's just like the ego is like got this story and if i really really pay attention which is what is required i uh, you know to get in touch with vision i realize that like that's just a story that isn't isn't connected to my vision because my vision my purpose in this life is to support people through their healing process and in order to support people through their healing process and to be in a community of people committed to doing that kind of work i had to experience a lot of pain in a lot of different areas i uh, and i also while i was experiencing that pain i saw glimpses of my gifts and talents that were connected to my vision the ability to speak confidently in public spaces you know, the, the call to India and the call to some of the philosophies and teachings from that land, from Sikhi to Buddhist teachings and yoga, you know, it was always there. It's not something that was like, oh, that's a random thing. It's always been there, but I wasn't always necessarily conscious of it um, with my intellectual mind, especially as a young person. It was just something that was coming through me. And I think that the work with vision and why vision is important in 2021 is that there's so much noise right now. And some of it is necessary and, and healthy noise, like making a bunch of noise about uh, the human rights violations that are happening in India. That's important noise. Like, let's make a lot of it. Let's roar about it. But then there's also like, am I getting enough likes? Am I getting enough followers? Am I, you know, all of that stuff? Are people going to like me? Are they going to pay attention? Are they going to come to the talks? Are they not listening to me because I'm wearing a turban? Are they, you know, blah, 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 blah. And the noise just keeps going on. And if I really get caught up in that, I stop listening to why I'm here in the first place. Can you all relate to that? I got I see a I see a high five in the comments from Lisa. So I want to know like from all of you who are out there listening like what do you do on a regular on a regular basis that keeps you connected to your vision? I uh I heard recently a talk and they were talking about the morning routine. And morning routine, those of you who know me, is very important. And it's not about rigidity. It's not about, you know, like you have to do a better job of, you know, it's not like a military training, unless you need that, because there's been times in my life when I needed that, when I was really just being a shithead. Am I allowed to say that on YouTube? <laughs> I think I am. I don't know. Anyways, um, when I needed some real stern, like, energy to push through that. And I recognize that. And I'm learning to apply that myself. Um, but just having a morning routine um, is essential for, like, staying connected to your vision, I guess. And the interesting thing about a morning routine is 
When does the morning routine begin? Anybody want to speak to that in the comment? When does an effective morning routine begin? I'll, I'll give you a sec. We'll have a sip of tea here and see if anybody has any thoughts on that. And I guess the other question could be is, can you relate? Do you think that an effective morning routine is essential um, for living vision in 2021? These days I've been working with the challenge of honoring my personal vision, letting it be redefined or rearranged because of new limits and changes and how to care for my elders at the same time. Yeah, that's huge. I just show up, LOL, mentally tap into my spirit and let it flow. Amrit Vela. Yes, so for those of you, I'll just put on the screen. So Amrit Vela, for those of you who are unfamiliar watching this with Amrit Vela, Amrit Vela means the time of nectar. And the time of nectar is the time when it's quiet. And again, I want to be clear that this is not about rigidity. It's not like, oh, yeah, you have to get up and you have to say, I mean, I don't get up with an alarm. I don't get up with an alarm. I find that to be very jarring to the nervous system. However, you know, I had to train myself to do that. To, to you know, sleep is very important. Um, and restful sleep is very important when we're caring for these vessels. So, you know, and, and the spiritual tradition where I found out about Sikhi through Kundalini Yoga, you know, there was this emphasis on like, well, sleep doesn't really matter. What matters is you get up and do your sadhana. I don't agree with that. I agree with, and, and that's problematic. I mean, I don't want to go down this road too far, but some of the problems uh, with that is that the gift that comes from waking up early is a pilgrimage. It's not a like start today and if you don't do it, you're a bad yogi or a bad person or something. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a journey. And the journey for me has been exploring the rigidity of like, I got to wake up, I got to wake up no matter what. And then like dragging my butt through the day and like having a hard time showing up for my daughter and for my partner and, you know, being truly present and then there's, you know, the other side of, of that where it's like, oh, well, I'm just not going to do it at all. And what comes with that? Like, oh, just, that's usually when I'm in a state of depression, when I'm just sleeping, 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 sleeping. I don't want to face reality. Yes, I can relate. How beautiful is it? Is it that to be my truest self is to be the greatest gift to the world? It's always nice to be reminded. That's what it's all about. And you, we need to take good care of our physical vessel in order to do that. Our, our, I'll just pop this up on the screen for those of you who want to check out Kira's beautiful comment here. Um, yeah, and so I guess where I'm going with that is I sort of had to explore both ends of that uh, pendulum to understand that, like, yes, there is a great gift to getting up in the morning, first thing, and meeting the day with a connection to your vision and your purpose. And if you kind of explore those two realms of apathy and rigidity, then you can find a space in the middle. And for me, the space in the middle is when does the effective morning practice start? The night before. Say my prayers, you know, get a good night's sleep. Um, 
you know, whatever you do. Like for me, I'm like wash my sheets on a set schedule every week so that I'm getting into a nice clean bed with clean sheets that like I love my bed and I love that space and I look forward to being in there and I like say my prayers and my gratitudes and then I drift off to sleep and when I'm practicing in that way good morning Rupa Lupa nice to see you on here sister if you feel called hop on over to um, the link in my bio and we're chatting over on YouTube and I can share your gifts your gifts I was reading a, <laughs> a comment here um, I can share your comments and questions uh, on the screen so if you feel called and you have some time come over and uh, drink some cha with us you just go to the link in my bio and it'll bring you over to this conversation. Those of you who are listening in on the podcast, just letting you know that we are live 10 a.m. Um, on youtube.com backslash Tiago Prem Singh. It's also live on Instagram. Um, you, you're more than welcome to join there if that works better for you. So what I'm saying is, is that that evening routine, whether it's meditation, whether it's, you know, positive affirmations, whether it's being a part of recovery circles, or like I mentioned, listening to the clubhouse or being with your spiritual community, like doing, watching a show that inspires you, playing some music, like whatever it is, some kind of routine that brings you into a state of gratitude. And then even asking like your inner knower and saying like, you know, I feel really blessed to be here and I know that's important that we spend that time in the morning. So, you know, I have a deep desire to be with you first thing in that quiet time. So, you know, let's have a beautiful rest and then let's start the day together fresh and clear. And you go to sleep on that notion, you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to feel refreshed. And it might take a while, like I said, you know, I, I just... It's not just like that, but it's about your desire and your intent. And then, you know, from there, you practice these six things, and they're up for interpretation. But I found these to be the general sort of six morning practices that are really effective. And they are, the first one is silence. You know, like spend the morning by candlelight. You know, light some candles or the fireplace or whatever you have. Um, or I even have like, um, what do you call them? LED light bulbs that you can set to different times or different settings. So when I wake up in the morning and I walk in my house, all there's like candlelight and very dim light and it's quiet. It's so nourishing to start the day rather than like an alarm going off and then like clanging around trying to make coffee and like your nervous system is probably like, what in the heck is this all about? <laughs> and you may have been doing it for so long that you don't even realize that it's jarring. What do you do in the morning, everyone who's viewing? Let me know in the comments uh, some of your morning routine that supports you to stay connected to your vision. My friends on Instagram, feel free to leave any comments as well. What do you do for your morning routine that serves you in your vision? Uh, it serves you in connecting to your purpose first thing in the morning. So the first thing is silence, inner listening. You know, light some candles, be in the dimly lit light, like be in the, the nurturing space of the womb with your true self. And then from there, some kind of uh, affirmation, you know, or prayer. Whatever makes sense for you. You know, I like I love to recite Japji Saab and Jap Saab from the Sikh traditions. 
those are very dear to my heart in the morning. They really bring me into a space of uh, expanded vision. But there's so many ways to do that. You know, you you all have things that inspire you. So what what are the things that inspire you in the morning? What is the affirming, uh, prayerful uh, technique that brings you into that space? And if you're not practicing in that way, just noticing, like, because I'll have the tendency to go to real negative space if I don't. Like, if I just kind of get out of bed, turn the lights on, and just, like, start the day, my tendency is to go into some negative thinking. But if I start the day by candlelight, it's quiet, I recite the prayers, you know, I connect with my inner self, my inner knower, my guru, um, chances are I'm going to have a deeper connection to my vision because I'm connected with the part of me that knows what that is. Is that making sense? Y'all with me? Those of you on Instagram who are watching, feel free to let me know uh, any of your morning routine practices that support you to connect to your vision, your purpose in this life. And same on, uh, same on YouTube. Would love to hear your thoughts and uh, insights on how you connect to vision in 2021. And, and we're really focusing in on the importance of a morning routine. That's what's going to connect you to your vision. And only you know what your vision is, your purpose in this life. And it, it's going to require some deep listening. You know, and then the next part is uh, visualization. And that means like getting really clear on your vision and writing it out. Like, why are you here? What's your purpose? You're here in this body. You've got breath. You've got a mind. You've had experiences. You, you know, you've, had, you've experienced emotions. You've learned lessons. You may be caught up in your lessons, whatever it is. There's an interesting uh, thought here. I'm just going to bring it up onto the screen from B. Noel. I've read that chanting or praying in the bathroom is quote-unquote bad. What are your thoughts? It's my only free space. I live with teenage boys, husband, and dogs. Well, you know, people are going to have all kinds of ideas about this. And, and I think what you're touching on, I'll just slide this comment a little bit up here. I think what you're touching on here is the idea of being respectful, uh, especially in the Sikh tradition, being respectful to Gurbani, uh, the words of the gurus, and being respectful uh, to the teachings and the words. And and I agree with that. Um, and I also understand that being respectful is going to be a different thing to different people based on their conditions. Like the story of Guru Nanak, when Guru Nanak goes to uh, Mecca, and he's, you know, he's not a Muslim, and so you're not meant to go on the pilgrimage if you're not a Muslim, and he, he just wants to be in the devotion, makes a decision to go. And so along the way, he stops for a rest, and he sits against a tree, and his feet are facing towards Mecca. And somebody says, like, oh, you can't put your feet towards Mecca. It's disrespectful. That's where God lives. And the response from Nanak is, well, could you point to wherever God, you know, isn't and I'll put my feet there is the teaching and so you could apply that teaching and just recognize that you know as long as your intention is to be respectful people are going to tell you that you're not respectful enough you're not doing it in the right way well here's the thing especially for those of us who are interested in the Sikh Dharma but I would say be respectful to any spiritual teachings is that you know we're not going to do it perfectly but we're going to do our best 
to honor something that is very dear to our hearts. And nobody is going to be able to tell you whether or not the way you're doing it is your best. If you know it's your best, just do that. You know? But always have the intention to do your best. You know, like... I don't know. I mean, my relationship to Gurbani, sometimes I'm reading it. Sometimes I'm listening to it. Sometimes I'm out walking, listening to it. Like I'm just paying attention to how can I connect more deeply to the spiritual tradition. Welcome, everybody. If you're just joining on Instagram, nice to see you in the room. Chika6420, nice to see you again. Chi, Sword of Knowledge. Oh, wow. I love I love your handle. Um we're just chatting over here on youtube.com. You can always click the link in my bio if you want to join the conversation over there. But you can also join um, from where you are, and I'll read the comments. This is the behind-the-scenes camera. Okay, I'm just going to... Uh, I hope that resonates with you. Oh, yeah, I see. Thank you from B. Noel. So there you go. You just do your best, right? And, and be reverent, you know? And if that's something where that's the only space you have... Talk to the guru, talk to the inner knower about it, and don't worry about what other people say so much. But if you're feeling some, like, uncomfortableness around it, explore what, why that is and why somebody would say that it is bad, you know, because we're always learning and growing. That's the reality. Just going to bring another uh, comment up onto the screen here from Kira. Sloop, uh, sloop. <laughs> what is sloop? Sleep is super uh, important, especially in our culture of do, 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 where we've forgotten to be. Yeah, sleep is huge. Sleep is spiritual practice. Sleep, and, and, and you know, the issue, like what you're talking about with the do, 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 is that we've forgotten really how to relax. We, we got really good there at um, recreation, and we considered recreation to be uh, relaxation, like going to the pub for happy hour or going to the movies or going to the amusement park or going to, you know, play volleyball at the beach with our friends. Or, and all of these things are recreation and recreation is great for your mental health, especially if you're getting exercise or especially if your mind is being inspired by film or art or music. Like, you know, I mean, I'm dying over here to go to a li see live music. It's crushing my, my will to live, um, you know, but these are recreation. They're not relaxation. And that's the do, 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 do part that you're talking about. And if we're not able to truly rest, it's challenging to get good sleep. And especially those of us who are living a spiritual lifestyle, we think, oh, well, it's more important that I do my practice than it is that I sleep. And here's the reality. You live in a human body and your human body needs rest and your human body needs healthy food and your human body needs recreation and to have fun and to communicate and to be seen i mean we're dynamic creatures and i think like that's where your sleep and the night before being a part of your morning routine are essential for connecting to vision because like here's something that i learned as a parent and especially as a parent in recovery as a parent to a young child is when I stopped drinking alcohol and I started to notice that I felt just as hungover if I had a poor sleep uh, with no booze as I did if I had, you know, a good sleep with booze. Does that make sense? 
like there's something there where it's like a lack of rest and um, effective rest that is problematic. So please get good rest, my friends. It's essential, especially during this time with so much going on. And wake up in silence. Wake up by candlelight. Practice your prayers, your affirmations, whatever brings you to a space of uh, inner peace. And then connect with your vision. Write it down. Go to it. Connect with it. Like it's a, it's a, it's a vow to yourself. I vow to myself to stay connected to my vision. I promise to myself, my inner knower, to stay connected to my vision and my purpose in this life. And it's hard for many of us to prioritize that. Working on integrating these things: journal, loving affirmations, kriya, breath, yoga, walk outside, see the sunrise, hot lemon water. These are all incredible. I'm going to put those up on the screen. What else do you all do to stay connected to your vision in 2021? Let me know. Those are some great suggestions from the lovely Kira. I would love to hear more from you. And like I said, like these are general uh, structures that can be filled in unique to you. Nice to see you on here. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Ireland, P Pathers. Is it Pathers? Uh we're over on the YouTube platform. If you feel called to join us over there, just click the link in my bio. I would love to see and hear from you. And you can also comment on the Instagram. Um, so, so then that's the visualization portion or the connection to vision. And then, as Kira mentioned, exercise. And the exercise can change too based on your conditions because really this is a process of listening. Like what does my body need right now? And so that could be like, I've been doing like a ton of uh, hit exercises and like push-ups and, you know, warrior training. I've been doing that a lot lately, you know, and getting up. And, and then I did at the start of this new year in the Gregorian calendar, I did uh, 30 days of walking every morning for like two hours. And I would listen to my morning prayers and I would walk rain or shine. And I committed to 30 days because I needed that structure. You know, and then sometimes like I, I do yoga or it, it like it's just like this. Your body is intelligent. Your body tells you when you're hungry. Your body tells you when you're angry. Your body tells you when you're happy. Your body tells you when you're tired. Your So if your body is that wise and it, and it knows what's good for you, are you listening to it? I mean, you know, pay attention. <laughs> this is mostly for me, but I'm saying it for all of you. I'm just going to uh, add a, a comment up here from Kelly. Beautiful to have you in here, Kelly. Kelly is an amazing uh, yoga teacher and someone I've been working with uh, for a couple of years now, and uh, she's a very inspiring person. So if you live in the Kelowna, BC area, please do check out her classes and follow her on social media. Uh, she says, I feel this huge in rest and relaxation. I feel who I truly am in a connection to my natural state. In tension and rigidity, I feel the entrapment of should, doubt, or who I think I should be. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Kelly. I'm sure there are others uh, in the room today who can uh, resonate with what you've been saying. And and I want to be clear here, like a little bit of not rigidity, but 
structure is important even for rest like structured rest is important because otherwise in the culture that we live in as uh, kira mentioned earlier what happens is is that we go oh well it's rest is not as important as like doing the thing and grinding it out and and there's also you know i'm I, i'm going to rest to the point where i don't have any structure or connection to my vision and then that can leave us feeling depressed and so this is what the buddha was talking about when he talked about the middle path or you know in the sikh tradition miri piri this like warrior and sage path like you know having that like strength and determination and courage and also sweetness you know and a, re- a restful uh, presence and compassion and 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 walking in both uh, realms you know that is really uh, an integrated holistic healthy way of living a human life so exercise move your body in the morning and it doesn't have to be like you know hit the gym or hit the push-ups it could be walking walking is great especially outside those of you who have pets that need to go outside in the morning you know about that too right like that's part of like what makes your relationship so strong i mean besides the fact that dogs are angels um, and some of them are have to deal with horrible human handlers you know but dogs are angels so that's part of it but then the other part of it is that you like spend time with them in in really like key moments like first thing in the morning going for your morning walk Thank you. Structure equals freedom. Beautiful reminder. Yeah, structure is your friend, you know. But it's structure. The difference between rigidity and structure is that structure is, it's like moving from a place of listening to uh, make space. Like if we were to build a home, the purpose of building a home is not to just put a bunch of boards together and walls. It's to create a space for people to live in. That's what the structure portion is. Rigidity is like pushing to do it no matter what and not paying attention to what's the best structure to create effective space. And then after exercise, it's read, you know, read something. Read something. Like what, even if it's like, my my favorite person who writes a morning prayer on Instagram that's a, that's great or a little passage from a book or you know just read something study something you know i was talking to my neighbors and their daughter two days a week she does her guitar practice for the week she takes guitar lessons and two days a week at 8:15 before school she practices guitar for 15 minutes And I was like, that is amazing. Beyond the just learning to play guitar, it's a structure around something creative. And it's training your child to go, okay, I'm going to make space for this. Even though, like they said, 90% of the time she doesn't want to do it. But it's creating a healthy relationship to, okay, you want to create? You want to connect to your purpose? You're going to have to create some structure around it. You know, so some kind of study or reading, and it doesn't have to be long, 10, 15 minutes, you know, read a book, read a, read a blog, whatever it is, study something that, that is important to you, um, just a little bit, or a lot if you have more time. And then the last one, uh, as Kira touched on, which is to uh, script or journal, 
Right. And you could do all of these things in a morning routine that would not take you very long. Like wake up in silence, light some candles, read a prayer, you know, or some kind of affirmation, read your vision. Right now we're looking at less than 10 minutes. Yeah, exercise, that could be anywhere between 10 minutes to an hour. And read something and write something, you know, this could all be done in under an hour. And, and recognizing that the purpose of doing it is not because you're supposed to, not because, you know, the tradition that you're a part of says you should or you otherwise you're doing a bad job or whatever it is that the trip that we all have at times. But to connect with your vision, your purpose, why you're here. Create a little bit of structure around listening. If you want to live your vision, build structure around it. Yeah, and make it a priority. You know, how many people have I worked with as clients and one-on-one who say like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm not really sure what my vision is. Or or you say, write your vision out. They, maybe they've come to some realization of what the vision is. They write the vision out and then you say, for the next week, read it twice a day. And you get to the end of the uh, week and you say, did you do it every day? And they say, no. And you say, why? And they say, well, you know, I was busy. There wasn't enough time or whatever the story is. And it's like, how long was the piece of paper? <laughs> you know what I mean? You didn't have two, two minutes to read it? And, and I get it because I do it too. It's not about that. It's not that you didn't have time. It's that you didn't give yourself permission to prioritize your vision. And giving yourself permission to prioritize your vision is a big step for many of us. And if you're watching this on Instagram, we're just over on uh, the YouTube live uh, where you can share your comments and your insights and I can put them up on the screen. Uh, feel free to just click the link on my bio and uh, hop on over and join the conversation if you feel called. You can also continue to watch here and I'm happy to uh, connect with you there if you want to add a comment. I'm just not able to add it to the main screen. You feel me? You know, so vision is key. But even more than vision, and if you're not sure what your vision is and what your purpose is, then start there and create a little space around like what am I what am I here for? And don't play into let's re let's rewind. Let's not go to don't. Keep focused on what your vision could possibly be through a lens of strength and hope. Not you know, oh, well, I can't because mm -mm. strength and hope. Anything's possible. I've actually been doing jumping jacks to fun, upbeat music just to feel upbeat. It's helpful when I feel low capacity and wouldn't choose a workout or anything more than one song of movement. That's wonderful. You know, I do the cold shower thing too. Cold shower anytime. Like, you know, say I'm about to come on here and hang with all of you and I'm just feeling like, Bleh. you know, I put the kettle on, make myself a nice cup of tea. Hit the cold water just for, you know, a minute. Tie my turban. Come out here and I'm, we're ready to go. Cold water works wonders. Jump around, you know. do We do that with my daughter too. You see the lights uh, back here, this really beautiful uh, white light glowing. That light like lights up and changes colors. And, you know, we put on. She really likes um, 
Brass Monkey by the Beastie Boys. We put on Brass Monkey and we just get down, the music flashes and, you know, and then talk about like, what's her intention that this is at the end of the day. And we say like, okay, what's your intention that you want to cultivate tomorrow? Pretty powerful. I'm going to stay on here for another 10 minutes if y'all are keen. Um, we could go for 10 more minutes. So if you're watching on Instagram and you want to uh, hang for 10 minutes, just pop on over to the YouTube and you can share. Discipline and discipleship to our soul and spirit. That's a great point. You know, when you talk about discipline to a lot of people, especially who have religious baggage or, um, you know, they, they feel a resistance to do any kind of physical training, um, they hear the word discipline and, and we feel like, oh, that, I'm in trouble. And it's important to remember that discipline is really about that word disciple. Who are you serving? Because we're all bowing to something. We're all devoted to something. And, and the question is, what is that? And what I would love to see for you in 2021 and for all of us is to be devoted, a disciple to our inner vision, to our inner knower, to our purpose in this life. And then training ourselves to connect to that, connect to it, connect to it. Give yourself permission to prioritize your vision. Ooh, yeah, I'm going to write that one down. Give yourself permission to prioritize your vision. We got something here, right? Give yourself permission to prioritize your vision. And that's what this whole morning routine is all about. It's not about rigidity it's not even like the yoga and stuff like we do all these yoga techniques and it's like if you do this yoga then you'll get this benefit to the adrenals and the kidneys or then you'll get the this that and the other thing and it's like it's not really about that even the recitation of mantras and prayers it's not really about you know being a good Sikh or being a good Buddhist or being a good yogi or being a good blah 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 whatever identity that you hang on yourself it's not about that it's about creating some structure around something that is a reminder of who you are and then as you do it you start to realize what it is that the techniques are doing what it is that the mantras are doing they're waking you up to who you are and then the the techniques may shift and change slightly as you get more in touch with who you are because you're going to connect with who you are in, in a different way you know when i was learning to uh, read gurmukhi and recite japji sab I felt this connection to that prayer and I couldn't explain why. And so I applied myself. I learned the language and I learned the japji and I learned where it came from. And I went on spiritual pilgrimage and I did all of these things. And while I was doing that, what I thought I was doing was attempting to be a good Sikh. And now I realize that it's not about that at all. What I was actually doing was creating some structure in my life that uh, created more space for me to listen. And in that process of listening, I get more and more in touch with who I am. And that part of me, that who I am part of me, that inner knower, I, as I go through it, I start to see that that same potential, that same wisdom, that same loving awareness is in every person. And the more I get in touch with that, the more likely I'll be able to access that when in conversation with somebody who is hurt, even a loved one who is hurt and yelling at me 
or someone that I don't know who's hurt and yelling at me, or being silenced on social media platforms for talking about the farmers' protests and feeling like I don't want to go on because nobody's going to pay attention and listen, and blah, I go through all this stuff. But it's a lot easier for me than it once was, because especially struggling with addiction, when I felt like things were stacked against me, I would just throw up my hands and run. But in this structure... And this giving myself permission to prioritize your vision and creating this space, what happens is that, and I'm not perfect, you know, but I do notice that there has been huge growth in my ability to stay connected to who I am in relationship to opposition, obligation, that kind of thing. It being imposed on me because I'm deeply connected to my values and my vision. But also in the process of being connected to that structure, I'm able to be more compassionate, to be a better listener in relationship to those who I love and want in my field and those who I find it hard to love and I don't want in my field. That's what it's that's what's happening. And so that's sort of the difference between the rigidity and structure for the purpose of creating space, the devotion, the silent moments, the affirmations, the connecting to vision, the prayer, the moving of my body, because I love and care for this vessel that I live in, and I know that it's here to support me, and I feed it for that reason, not to get somewhere, not for the approval of anyone outside of me, but because I live in this beautiful piece of earth, a living miracle. To read and study those ones who've come in time before me who understood who they were. And how did they understand? And what did they do to get to know themselves more deeply? And how could I apply that? And then writing as if I'm writing a letter to myself, exploring with myself who I am and why I'm here. Is that making sense to y'all? Father Saturn, structure master, keeping us in our integrity. Yeah, integrity is huge, right? When it comes to vision. And you don't have to you don't have to participate in the techniques perfectly. It's not about that. The participation in the techniques is about connection with your inner knower. That's really what it's about. And if you notice that you're like do, participating in some technique and you notice that it's taking you further away from your inner knower, then reevaluate, pivot, change. It's all right. You're a living being. You're part of nature. Things are going to shift and change. That's just the way it is. But there's some part of you underneath all those shifts and changes that knows exactly who you are. Yeah. B. Noel, keep letting the truth flow. Word up. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So I would invite you to uh, write down your vision over, you know, we're going to be here again tomorrow. Why you could do. We're going to be here again tomorrow talking about, you know, Whatever it is that we feel, we're feeling called to talk about. Here's a good question. This is since we're just getting going. I would love to know if anybody in the room here today 
has any um, thoughts or insights on what it is that you would like to talk about in our session tomorrow? Is there a topic that you, you know, has really been coming through for you lately in your teaching, in your study, in your daily life that would be a beneficial topic to explore as a group tomorrow? Just let me know in the comments. We're going to be on here for another two or three minutes. Um, and also, if you're viewing us live on Instagram, let me know. Because we're just starting these morning sessions. And I've been talking about recovery on Wednesdays. And if you and if you want to go back and watch the My Recovery Journey episodes, they're on YouTube. Uh, they're great to listen to. You can also catch them on the podcast, Revealing the Diamond. Um, Self-trust. Ooh, I like that. Pathers uh, from... Uh, the Instagram platform from the behind the scenes camera coming up with self-trust. Everybody, anybody out there want to give a hear here for the self-trust? I think we're going to do that. So join us tomorrow. We're going to talk about trust, trust, because I think, I think trust for trust to exist. There has to be a trust with self. And I, I love exploring that topic. So Tomorrow's session is going to be all about trust, trustworthiness, self-trust. So join us here at 10 a.m. Pacific time for the Thursday session. Remember that we have a contest going on right now to name these morning sessions. I've got lots of uh, submissions. And so if, uh, if you think of a good idea that you want to share... Um, for what we should call these morning sessions, please let me know. If you know somebody that would benefit from being live on here for an hour, four days a week, or two days a week, whatever serves, I'm going to keep pumping this stuff out, coming together as community. You know, we can do this. Um, if you want to do yoga with me, I haven't taught yoga in a while, and I'm looking forward to getting back to teaching yoga. I'll be on the Kundalini University with uh, Guru Singh. Um, he's not teaching the class with me, but he'll be on the same platform. So Tuesday nights at 6.30, that's going to start. Here, here, virtual hug, Rupinder Singh. Yes, beautiful. Good to hear a here, here. Um, so yeah, that's something that's happening. And remember, our live on Saturday, we've got Andrew Measley. If anybody feels called to join the uh, clubhouse, we're going live tonight on clubhouse after Truth Seekers. That's at 8.30. Um, and if you want an invite, I can send you an invite. I only have a handful, but, you know, I'm happy to share with my community, all of you. I'm super grateful to be here with you all. And uh, truth seekers, y'all. Truth seekers. You know, if you want to support me in the work that I do so that I can keep being here on these mornings, um, you know, any financial support that you can make, it's a great way to do it. If you want to do one-on-one -on -one counseling, that's a bigger investment, but it's definitely beneficial. Um, or join the True Seekers. It's 19 bucks a month is the uh, lower lower cost, which is like 19 bucks Canadian a month for four sessions a month. That's five bucks a session, you know. Or you go on the $33, uh, and the $33, you get access to a sadhana, you get access to a playlist, you get access to a digital manual that is updated every week. Um, it's even more in-depth than what we cover in these talks. So please do check out trueseekersunion.ca or you can go to tiagaprem.com and you can become a member on there. I'm going to do a little work on the website tonight, make sure that uh, 
All the links to our sponsors and everybody like that is live. If you know people who make good sponsors, let us know. And uh, I think that's it for today. So it's been a real honor to be here with you all. Thanks for being here with me. Thank you to everybody who contributed to the chat um, and for your comments and for your um, just being you. I mean, I've just been feeling the love flow um, being on these lives. And I think we're building something really special together. Uh, so thank you for being here. Thank you for talking about vision. Uh, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't subscribed already. If you don't know how to do that, I could make a little video that explains how to subscribe. I know like some of us are new to this platform. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast, please rate us, review us, share us with your friends. Shout out to Minds Die. Shout out to Seed Apparel. And shout out to Shakti Jewelry for everything you do to support me and to, for supporting our work. And um, yeah, I'll see you all tonight in the True Seekers. And I'll see you all tonight on Clubhouse. No, I won't see you. I'll hear from some of you tonight on Clubhouse. And then we'll be back again tomorrow morning. 10 a.m. Pacific time, You feel free to share uh, comments, especially over here on the YouTube platform. And a big shout out to uh, Pathers over on Instagram for the suggestion for tomorrow's topic. We'll be talking about trust. And I love you all very much. Without any further ado, it's that time. Thanks, everybody, for being here. It's an honor, as always, to be in community. Love you all so much. And we'll catch you next time.